Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Friday, March 15. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for this today, for the end of this week, as we're prepping for uh, Sabbath tomorrow as well. Heavenly Father, bless uh, today. Bless uh, this text. Bless uh, our communities. Bless our conversations. Bless all the interactions that we have. Bless our time right now as we reflect on this passage one more time. Uh, bless our people that we know. Bless those who we are going to speak to as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're back in the English Standard Version, which is how we began the week, the ESV. Isaiah fifty nine fourteen through to 61. Subheading Judgment and Redemption. Justice is turned back and righteousness stands far away. For truth has stumbled in the public squares, and uprightness cannot enter. Truth is lacking, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. The Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought him salvation, and his righteousness upheld him. He put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on garments of vengeance for clothing, and wrapped himself in zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, so will he repay wrath to his adversaries, repayment to his enemies. To the coastlands he will render repayment. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. For he will come like a rushing stream, which the wind of the Lord drives. And a Redeemer will come to Zion, to those in Jacob who turned from transgression, declares the Lord. And as for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit that is upon you and my words that I have put in your mouth shall not depart out of your mouth or out of the mouth of your offspring or out of the mouth of your children's offspring, says the Lord, from this time forth and forevermore. Subheading the future glory of Israel. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Mm. And that actually leads us straight into our question uh, for today, our final recalibrate question for this week as well, which is this. What can you do to rise, shine in your life? Mm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's a really hard thing to do sometimes. It is. It is because I think that we are innately so focused on the immediacy uh, that uh, to think about the future and to arise to something or to to talk about that is actually really difficult. Oh, yeah, to get any kind of vantage point or perspective yeah. of anything bigger than the kind of tunnel vision of what it is mm-hmm. that you're going through at the moment is really difficult. I was talking to the, the elders board uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was reflecting with uh, with, the, with the team about this and, and explained to them that, that I view vision as, uh, as always about one day, and mission is about today. So oh, mission okay. is what we do today, yeah, and vision, vision is, is about what you would like to do. One day we'll do this, and okay. if you can, if you kind of keep that in mind, uh, then you you always have to know that your vision will be adjusted because your vision will always mm. be as you arrive at that vision. You're like, well, okay, now it needs to shift because we've arrived there. It's now today. It's become mission. Now we move the vision to 
one day to the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, the, and the mission, it, it adjusts as well because it, it rolls into the vision. And so it's just kind of like this uh, perpetual movement between those two inside there. Okay, so and that's a way to kind of arise and shine is having a bigger picture before you. Yeah. That you're aiming toward. And I think that what calls us to that is, and, and this, is, this is interesting, is that is when you see some great thing that inspires you uh, to be greater or to do something different. It's what I think art does. You know, when you see a great picture or a great painting or a great sculpture and you think, man, I, I, I should do something like that or I could do something different or I want to build something. I've seen, um, if you, I've, I've got some friends, Matt and, and Stacey Stoatman, and I've been to their house several times and they have this incredible table that Matt built Mm. Uh, and the dining table, and I and I love the dining table. And every time I touch the wood there, I'm thinking, that's amazing. Didn't I, he build like a sideboard or something too? Yeah, There's yeah, some yeah. other yeah. thing that's really cool yeah. at their house. And I and just, when I touch a dining table, I'm just like, I think to myself, I could uh, I could build this. <laughs> I don't think so, but no, no, no. <laughs> but I have I, reasons I like, for that. Well, you know. <laughs> I like to imagine that I could build it, but uh, but it actually inspires me, right? Like it, it mm-hmm. kind of like literally every time I look at it, I think to myself, man, and it's so, it's built so well, so solid, so fantastic, and it's beautiful wood. It's, you know that thought was put into it. And so I think about that, and I think about when you see something that's inspiring to you, it actually engenders in, something else and it causes you to rise more. God I think that's what he's saying. Isaiah is saying here, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen. So it's God is the one that you see, and he is the one who causes you to arise uh, further. Well, I have a big problem in the sense that, I mean, one thing that I think that I try to do, arise, shine, I mean, something that I enjoy is writing and reflecting on things. Yeah. And being my authentic self. I yes. like to do that. Um but that is kind of, it's a double-edged sort of sword. Because oh, yes. on the one hand, people like that and they want it. Some of them do. But then other people, I mean, I, I got got a lot of nice texts and emails from people over the last couple of weeks. But I got one from somebody who's just bitterly disappointed yeah. with the fact that I'm being such a downer in their mind. Yeah. And to me, I can ask any kind of question about anything and kind of mm. toss around for a while and, I don't know, water off a duck's back. I kind of move on to the next thing. It doesn't really... Mm stick. So, I mean, I can do that endlessly. It's kind of what I do. So I don't think of it and I kind of think, well, you know, if you don't agree with me or if you find it not helpful, just discard it the way that I discard kind of everything uh, kind of as I go. Um, But I realize it's this weird kind of responsibility if you in any way make yourself public to say anything is this weird responsibility because then you're responsible for how you've made other people feel. And I never know what to do with that. No, it, it's, it's actually very true. I mean, there's, there's a reason why um, some preachers and some, you know, some preachers actually avoid ever telling anything that's a personal story. Right. Uh, because they just, they do not want to enter that world. I've actually, I mean, I've literally heard I don't even just mean personal stories. I mean saying anything like if you... Well, anything that reveals about who they are. Not even, I mean anything that is like a, a question that is not just a, hey, God has it all in hand, like a kind of faith affirming well, statement. Yeah. If you, you know, because then people say you're destroying faith by doing this. I'll think, I don't know, I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to build your faith by answering the question. That's well, the way I look at it. Because I, I have 
answers enough in my head that I am a person of faith, yeah. I would say. Well, yes. But I'm not a person of faith who enjoys spouting platitudes particularly just because I don't, it's not very interesting. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is that they, they, avoid, they avoid the stories because it, uh, they fear that uh, it could uh, create doubt. Oh yeah, uh, and and it could it could create like uh, it could break down an image of what they think uh, they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. and so they live in this kind of false tension all the time. They live in this dualistic world, and um, and it's actually a really un- unhealthy place to be. And so to but then when you are open, and you you do like bring questions forward, or you bring ideas, or you share stories, um, you actually do open yourself up to, to people who's, who well, I mean, take I it I think the thing is you open yourself up either way, because if you, if you are completely buttoned down and don't let any aspect of yourself be known yeah. and seem like you're perfect, people hate you for that. Nobody yeah. likes a perfect person. Yeah. But yet nobody likes an imperfect one either. Yeah. So. I know. It's this uh, weird tension between the two worlds mm-hmm. all the time. But I think I think that, you know, the, hence, hence I mean, Isaiah is calling us here to look to God and see him, his glory. And that was what causes us to arise and to shine as we reflect on who God is. Yeah. And I, I think that the difficulty is that people look to other human beings sometimes and want us to all be the filler for everything, right? Well, the kind of, yeah, the person that makes everything okay for them. Mm-hmm. It's and like it's maybe dif- my arising and shining, I don't, does that necessarily affect everybody in a wonderful, positive way? I don't know. Just like somebody else doing their thing, maybe it may not be something that makes me delighted. The responsibility is heavy for, for, and you don't know where people are. Like we talked about earlier this week, you know, everybody's, that you mentioned people are all the different walks with God and where they are. And so it's just, it's complex. Well, yeah, I took a little bit of this as being a stage of life thing. I think that people have different needs at different stages of life. And I, one thing I've noticed is that sometimes people, when they're older, they, um, they're kind of done with a lot of the, they're not at the place that I'm at. Mm -hmm. You know, they've, they've answered a lot of those questions. They've kind of nailed all that stuff down. So they find it futile and a waste of time. Yeah. And I, you know, I struggle with that myself. I'll look at younger people, people often who are, you know, you and I have talked about this, who are say 20 or college students and the things that they worry about and obsess about are things that are not for me, the big things anymore. But I do remember when they were. I do remember too. Yeah. And so I got, you know, I kind of try to balance that, that, yeah, I remember when I felt this way. I Mm. remember when I was this person. Big, Big deal stuff. Well, let me uh, repeat the question one more time. What can you do to arise, shine in your life more? Think about that, my friends. Look after each other, live love, and we will connect one more time tomorrow morning, Sabbath morning, end of this week. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.